0: You're listening to the Superpower Up Podcast with your superpower experts. This is the place where we explore real-life superpowers and give you the tools to unlock your own.
1: Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckler, your superpower expert, and I have such a fun guest today. His name is Jim Palmer. He's a marketing and business building expert. And he wrote a number of books but but the one that I'm just kind of most uh, most happy about right now is the just say yes, create your dream business and live your dream lifestyle because today, what we're going to be talking about is work from home or boat. Yes, he and his wife live on a boat and they work from there, and he's built a business around it and I, and I love stories like this because you know if you can't have the lifestyle that you want or or lifestyle that you enjoy then you know i don't i don't really you know what's the point it's hard to get up in the morning kind of face some of the stuff that comes up in either your job or your business if your lifestyle doesn't really reflect the freedom that that i think we all crave and so without further ado i want want to welcome to the show jim and we're going to dive into um what this looks like for him so welcome jim
0: tanya thanks for having me it's gonna it's gonna be a lot of fun i can tell
1: it is. I, I'll, I'll share with you all. Jim and I were talking before the show, and I'm like, oh, forget it. We should just start the recording because we, we were talking about so many really neat neat things and, and the intersection between the two of us and, and our perspectives. And so, this will be a good talk. And to start it off, we're going to ask, what are your superpowers?
0: My superpowers? Well, they I believe all my powers come from God, and he has blessed me with a really um, a very strong skill in terms of branding and marketing. And I think the... Um, the second skill, which I've I've mastered probably in the last five years, and you know, I started coaching eight years ago, was really helping people push through their own self limitations. And um, I, my clients call it tough love, but you know I, I can really get them to do things that they they never thought they would do. And that's really, if you want to grow a dream business and make a significant income, and achieve financial freedom, time freedom, things like that. That's not for the faint of heart and everything has to go right to do that. And so that's Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's, I think that's probably my superpowers. Interesting phrase.
1: It's so funny that you would say, you know, it's not for the faint of heart. I, I, I say that phrase probably four to five times a day and it, and it, and it really is, you know, my thing is I attract a ton of people who are here to change the world. You know, that's kind of the whole perspective that tomorrow's change agents are who are, who we serve. And it's, Exactly what you're talking about. Like I've gotten more and more vocal about like, are you sure you want to do that? Like, are you really sure? Because trust me when I say that there will come moments that will challenge even, even the most courageous and brave of all of us. And so the, you know, this goes back to kind of the lifestyle conversation with regard to, you know, I, I think a lot of us get into this for, for a number of reasons. So we feel compelled to, to be of service in the world in some capacity. But, but also because I think we always have that kind of niggling feeling of like, I, I think there's more to this. Like, I think I, I can be doing more or I can be more or I can um, have more, maybe not in the sense of, of material items, but have more in terms of fulfillment. Um, And I do think that motivates a lot of us. So how did you get into all of this and and, and really seeking freedom and, and purity of lifestyle choice?
0: It's really a journey, and everything happens, you know, o- over a, a kind of a path. I do a lot of Facebook Lives now, and um, I did one a week, well, two weeks ago, that um, I said nobody escapes crap in their life, <clears throat> and it's like, you know, the going through crap will will make you stronger. I'm assuming you go through it, but it also um, defines you, and it also helps make clear what it is you're supposed to do because I. I you and I haven't discussed this, but I'm just guessing from the way you're talking. I think we're all here to serve other people. And I think we there are things that I think everybody is, is, is blessed with a, with a certain skill or talent. And not everybody, first of all, recognizes that. And then not everybody... Um, manifest that to, to be as great as it could be, if that makes sense, you know, we kind of just go through life. And so, <clears throat> sometimes we have what I describe as a 3 a.m. holy crap moment where, you know, if you do decide to become an entrepreneur or or even in, in your personal life, if you're trying to go for, a, a, you know, a career advancement or something like that, but let me just go with the entrepreneurial uh, example. So 3 a.m. Holy crap moments. What I say when you're laying in bed, you should be sound asleep. Your eyes are wide open. You're looking at the black ceiling. It's dark in there and you're going, you know, holy crap. I haven't had a new client in three weeks. Holy crap. I don't know if I can make payroll. Holy crap. I haven't paid myself and I own the darn business. Holy crap. Holy crap. Holy crap. Everybody experiences a lot of holy crap moments in their lives. And what you do at that moment is, is you know, really defines whether you're just going to keep going and and muddling through or whether you're going to excel and do something that will take your business to the next level. So um, so how this all came about is, you know, i started my, <clears throat> I lost my job when I was 41 years old. I was VP of marketing for a training company. I was, went through about 15 months of unemployment and I also had cancer for the first time at 12 months into my unemployment. So it was a, a dark, dark time for me, very scary. And I decided to start a business and become an entrepreneur. Uh, in October of 2001, and I've been doing that ever since. And um, you know, about five years in, Tanya, I had a fairly successful business, but I real I was reaching a peak, and kind of uh, I didn't know how much I could keep growing by myself. I, w- I was a chief cook and bottle washer. Probably people could relate to that term. I was doing everything, and I was really maxing out. And there, that was a time when I decided to transition and I started learning about internet marketing, et cetera. And I grew multiple um, six figure businesses online. Then I started coaching and I've been doing that for eight years. And there was a point about three, uh, let's go four years ago. I kind of lose track of time, but when I said, there's got to be more than just filling the checkbook, there's got to be more than working, 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 more, more, more. And that's about the time we bought our first boat and Stephanie and I just love the boating lifestyle and spent weekends on the boat. And 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 like you and your husband, Tanya, I can do my job anywhere, but she she had a, a land-based job, so to speak. And uh, when she left that last year, we were suddenly free. We said, well, what do we want to do with our lives? I was, I was 58 at the time. She was 57. We'd raised four kids. We lived in the same house for 28 plus years. And we decided to sell the house and buy a boat. And one of the scary things was that, you know, what, what I describe in, in the book, just say yes, is the what ifs. The what ifs really start wreaking havoc on your mindset. Like, well, what if this, what if that? I've never driven a 50-foot boat before. <laughs> what I've never been in the ocean before except on a ferry to Martha's Vineyard. You know, how, how what makes me think we can do this? And then it comes down to we need to go on this big adventure because – you know, life is going by very quickly. Next thing you know, we'll be 80 or 90 and it won't, probably won't be safe to do it. And I don't want to sit back and look at Stephanie and say, man, we should have done that. So hence, we just said yes. And we've been on the adventure of a lifetime.
1: I love everything you're talking about before the show. We, we discussed too. We had a short stint of that. Um, I shared when when Justin went to Afghanistan and Neva and I, Neva and was two at the time, And I found that we just weren't home ever. And I was like, why are we, why do we have a home? Like, what are we doing here? And, and we had moved a lot. Justin and I both as individuals prior to us connecting this lifetime had, and moved a lot through the military government, but also just, you know, wanders like that's just kind of in our blood. And then when we got married, we, 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 we did the same thing. We had the same pattern. And the idea was that when he got back from Afghanistan we would settle down and like we could really live anywhere so why not figure out where we wanted to be and we just kept traveling and it was so freeing and and we talked about like how that un, like starts to unpack certain belief systems that we have like we we a lot of us shape our lives not even really knowing what motivates us to shape our lives like what stories we have that maybe we weren't consciously aware that we picked up or what fears we have or what you know all of this garbledygook. and, and it until you start pulling back those layers, um, you can't see choice you know, really or, or know what it is or even know if you're in choice or anything else and and I feel like those big bold moments like you like you were talking about even if you don't know that you, you had no empirical evidence that, that you could actually do this but it's like so what like what's the worst that can happen you know? And um, and I think those bold moves remind us what it feels like to feel alive, um, and it's easy to forget.
0: It's really true. And the, the when we so when we moved on our boat in April of uh, 2017, we didn't go on some tiny little hey let's go half an hour down the river on the Chesapeake Bay. We drove the boat to New England, which was 22 plus hours. <laughs> and we how went, does
1: that not surprise me?
0: <laughs> and we drove through New York City. And up the East River, we saw the Statue of Liberty, but I had to keep avoiding these big shipping barges and the, and the taxis <laughs> that take people to Liberty Island. And it was cra- I mean, it was almost as bad as it is if you're in a taxi in New York, in Manhattan. It was kind of crazy. Uh, but somehow we did it. And yeah. I, I think when we, um, when we got to Rhode Island, I don't think we took the boat out for a couple of weeks because we were pretty tired. But we kept thinking about, do you be- we kept saying, do you believe what we just did? <laughs> and what what became apparent was that I think for more than a few years, we've been sort of on autopilot, right? Steph and mm-hmm. I felt like we've done everything by the book and raised the kids, had the house, had the nice cars, took care of everything, paid our taxes, <laughs> and we did everything like we should, and the next step for empty nesters like us very often is going into a townhouse or something, and I, I kind of, I started broaching that subject because I was just, You know, with the lawn care and then shoveling the driveway and taking care of downed trees. I was just tired of all that. And Mm -hmm. she didn't want to just move to a townhouse. I didn't really either. I just didn't want to deal (laughs) with the constant maintenance. (laughs) But but then when she came up with the idea of living on the boat, it was like, holy smokes. It was like, boom. It was like you threw open the windows and all the sunlight came in. And it was like, Mm -hmm. wow, that'd be really fun.
1: Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We're talking to Jim Palmer. Um, before we do though, Jim, where can people go to find out more about you?
0: Uh, dream Biz group, dreambizgroup.com. It's a free Facebook group that I run and do an awful lot of free training for entrepreneurs and small business owners.
1: Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, we're going to be right back. Stick with us. We're talking with Jim Palmer about work from home or boat. So we'll be right back.
0: your personal power and unlock your superpowers if you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world then join the superpower net today visit superpowerexpertscom slash the net to learn more awesome
1: we're back you're listening to the superpower up podcast and we have a delightful guest today jim palmer talking about work from home or boat um and really discussing lifestyle and decisions and freedom and and certainly a lot of people seek out entrepreneurship for that but but it's not necessarily and then they end up not feeling free at all, but that's you know that's a whole other dialogue but the but certainly you can you can pursue some of this stuff within um, job opportunities or contributing to other people's businesses, all kinds of different models and I think that's what's so exciting about being alive now is that we truly are Able to choose, you know. We, we have so many options, even in in entrepreneurship. Um, you know, business can look however you want it to. My, my my favorite thing to open people's eyes to is the idea that you really can do it how you want to. You know, I love when people come to me they're like, I have to start writing. I have to blog, but I hate writing. I don't want to do it. I'm like well why would you you know and they're like well cuz i have to and i'm like why would you have to do that like i don't understand and and it and it's the messages that we pick up and certainly your business if you're building a business you have to know a few things right you have to understand how to do marketing you have to kind of understand strategy you you have to implement something but there's a world of opportunity within each one of those subcategories and so so given that jim how do you help people figure out that balance um because we know we got to do it but but to even realize, like that, there are certain ways of doing it, or in ways that fit it, both into how we want our business to operate, but also into our lifestyle.
0: Well, it, it, first of all, it's helping people get clear in what they want. You know, not everybody wants to live in a boat. Some people might want, to, and a good friend of mine, right about the same time we did, uh, sold their house and they're in an RV traveling the country. Other people just want to pay off their house or go sit on a beach or the mountains or whatever it is you want to do. You should know what that looks like. Uh, you know, and I mentioned that I had cancer. One of the one of the gifts. Of me having cancer, and it's strange I would say that, but it helped me realize how short life could be. Because there I was, forty-one years old. And I don't even know if I asked myself, "Gee, I wonder how much longer I have to live." But had I done that, I probably would have said, "Well, at least forty years, right?" I figure I was middle age. Well, for three weeks, I didn't know if I was going to, you know, be alive past five years or not. And thank, thanks to God, I am. But you know, it it helped me realize that there's a time for thinking and dreaming and then there's a time for doing and you know my my favorite thing it's one of the things I brought from my home office sitting right here in front of me on the boat is I have a real nice hourglass and it's always reminding me that the sand is running out and so when I and you can't stop it and sooner or later the sand will run out for all of us and so when I'm talking with clients and it's interesting you mentioned um I think you were helping somebody with a blog. I was doing that with one of my clients today and he said, yeah, I'm, I'm posting once a week. I said, well, that's not enough. He goes, I, and he actually said, I want to uh, go once a week for a while until I perfect it. And I feel the quality's real good. And I said, yeah, do you think anybody that's going to read your blogs and go, I'm really glad. Okay. I'm going to use the word John, but it's not his name. I, I'm really glad John's doing only once a week. And so when his quality is good, he'll then I said, you're just getting lost in the noise.
1: I (laughs) laugh. I laugh. But but I mean, it's so easy to do. You know, we kind of over logic ourselves sometimes.
0: And I also said, by the way, if you blog three times a week, which I recommend, or five times a week, which would be even better, doesn't mean everybody who's connected with you is reading every blog. And if they start reading a blog, doesn't mean they're getting to the end. All they know is, boy, look at all the stuff that Jim is doing. Guy's got the podcast, he's doing videos, he's got the Facebook group, he's writing books, you know, he's doing webinars, he's doing speaking, he does his own live. doing all this stuff. And the reason I do that is because it helps keep me up there in the conversation that's going on, hopefully in the minds of prospective coaching clients. And, and that's what's required you know, the amount of people who will start a business, it's very easy to start a business today. As, as you know, Tony, you can get free business cards from Vistaprint for heaven's sakes, but the amount of people who take that business and actually turn it into a living, first of all, being able to at least replicate or do better than what you're making at a job. But then the real thing I believe in the, and probably the surest way to financial freedom, which is, you know, becoming debt free, providing for your retirement and things like that is to be a very successful entrepreneur. And, you know, whether that's making 200 grand a year or 500 grand a year, that's the surest way that you're going to just have an incredible life and also, you know, be able to give back, serve others and provide for your own retirement without being a greeter at Walmart when you're 90.
1: I'm I'm nodding. Like (laughs) you can't see me. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I should do video. Anyway, the, um, it, it, I like the, I love the kind of the balance of the pie in the sky, like dream big. And then also the really grounded rooted practicality of what you're talking about. And, and, and specifically when you stated that there, there there's a there time for, you know, kind of that believing and, and thinking and, and all that other stuff, but then there, there is a time for doing and, you know, it, we operate in some kind of woo woo far out there spaces here at superpower experts at times. And that it really is a delicate balance of, you know, absolutely attending to perspective and mindset and frequency and where you're coming from with everything. And then also assigning that to the action steps but and making sure that you are taking action steps. And, and, and you said something also that was really powerful was, was helping people understand what they want. And, and that's one of the most paralyzing processes for people. I remember the first time I left government, I, 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 I wasn't, it took me a little bit to disentangle myself from that world um, coming out of counter Intel, but it was the first time I left. I remember sitting on my couch for about two weeks. I mean, it was, it was quite a while. Like, I mean, I didn't sit there for the full two weeks, but I didn't get up, but it was like, I really didn't know what to do with myself. And I, and I had a business coach and I had assistants and stuff, but I, I sat there like, and, and through that process, I realized like one, what a crappy employee I'd been like. I wasn't real productive, you know, but, but I think that that's true for a lot of us of employee situations anyway. Um, and I had all this time and now there was nobody to kind of pit myself against, you know, there was nobody to be in opposition to, it was just me. And so now all of that, that had happened, you know, the, the boss employee or the, the, you know, soldier commander, like all of those kind of conflicts that that could happen outside of myself were now brought inside of myself. Mm. (laughs) And I was like. Oh wow. Like like I had to both be my own employee and my own boss. And I was like, whew. And I had to really work through some stuff on that on that level. And and it and it was it was such a great experience and in, in in like I said, it took me a couple tries to to perfect that. Um but it wasn't until the last time, which was I don't know, seven years ago now, that it really stuck. And, and I was able to move forward with that mostly because I, I did that with my husband and, and, and we're powerful partners in it. But, um, it was such a fascinating experience. And in that time, I have to be honest with you, I had no idea what I wanted. I didn't even know who I was, you know? And so, so I think that that's, um, that is a big challenge and it sounds like that should be the easiest thing in the world. Right. Um, but, but I, I don't, do you find with a lot of your clients that it, it's, it's hard for them to kind of. Get clear about that?
0: Well, you, you, just like a doctor, they say shouldn't evaluate themselves. I don't think you can coach yourself. There's certain things that you need to have pointed out to you. Um, one of the uh, biggest turning points in, in my career as an entrepreneur is was after about a year or two after I'd started my coaching business, it wasn't growing as fast as I want. And I decided to, I did what I preach. I ponied up and joined this high level program where there was a very successful business coaches in there. And one of them on a break uh, came up to me and said, so Jim, I got a question for you. And I said, yeah. And he goes, uh, I know you, you have big dreams, ambitions, because I had already had my my hot seat in the, in the morning he goes so i know what you're doing and he said jim i also know what you're not doing and i'm thinking uh oh where's this going right and he goes how is it that you think you could you're entitled to achieve the same level of success as other people maybe the other people in this room but yet i don't see you doing the things that they've done and that they continue to do to achieve their their big goals how does that work jim can you explain oh, that to ouch. me ouch <laughs> oh my god tanya <laughs> Now, when I when I get embarrassed, I turn red and I, I, my ears like turn twice the shade of my face. I swear you could melt ice cubes on my ears. Mm. And I felt my ears burn. I knew I'd been called out because yeah. really up to that point, I was not out speaking that much. Um, I wasn't doing my own live events. I've done eight of my own dream business academies now. There were some other things that I wasn't doing. And I had... Mm. Uh, I had my my crap called out, so to speak, and yeah. I, I flew home. That was in California. It's when I was living in Pennsylvania, and for five hours, I just kept telling myself, "Never again will I be shown to be the wuss bag that I am." <laughs> <laughs> and I really, I I really. The, the other thing that happened to me, so that that was, the, but you mentioned how people have, you know, um, desire, and and then there is action. Well. There's a thing that I wrote about in my book, Decide, which is how to, it's a it's a way to overcome your fears. And it also has to do with some, something else you mentioned, Tanya, called, you know, good boss, bad boss, that's you. Um, <laughs> when you become a business owner... If there's nobody else above you. It's like Mm-mm. you you don't get called down the hall and say, Hey, why didn't you do this? Or I need you to do this and there's no because I had such a fear of public speaking. And when I started writing books and my first book, Oh, Jim, come out and talk to us about newsletter marketing and blah. And I, I'm telling you the God's honest truth. I'd say, you know what, thanks for the invitation. I'm really busy right now. I'm working on this, working on that. I'm traveling, blah, blah, blah. I made, I, I made up some excuses mm-hmm. because I didn't want to go stand in front of a group of people and talk. And oh, then funny. the next thing that happened for me, and, and this is where the lesson will come from, is, you know, my girls were juniors in high school. I had twin girls and I knew they wanted to go to college. And I felt I always wanted to, if I couldn't pay for my kids' college, I should at least wanted to help. I, I'm not in any position to even buy their books at that point. And, you know, cause I was paying down a lot of debt and for early years, but anyway, The fact that I wasn't speaking in public, which I knew in my heart and my gut would help me build my business, as the owner of the business, I was okay with that. I was able to rationalize my own inaction because nobody was going to call me out. But what I did is I suddenly realized that my inability to kick that fear to the curb was going to impact my family. And how dare I be again such a wisp bag that I was saying? So, I, 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 man, I took Dale Carnegie. I went to hypnosis. I started doing everything that I could think to do to overcome my fear of public speaking. And I don't know what one thing worked because I did it all. I didn't want to like try this for six months and see what happens. I literally immersed myself. I'm a hell of a public speaker today. I actually enjoy it. I do my own three day live events. So, I kicked that fear to the curb and I, I tell that story because, as you said, Tanya, if if you don't want to do something as an entrepreneur, there's nobody going to say you have to do it. Mm-hmm. And so, if you want to overcome a, a very significant fear that's holding you back, and that's again that 3 a.m. holy crap moment when you can it's, you're alone with your thoughts and not putting on this happy hey yeah uh, life's great oh things are great <laughs> when you're alone with your thoughts, you you can, if you personalize. The result of your inaction and take it off of you, make making whatever judgment you want, if you personalize the result of your inaction, that will help you get the courage to stand up woman up man up, and, and do what needs to be done mm,
1: beautiful yeah I, it, it really is powerful and and it, and it seems so simplistic you know and I know a lot of folks who um, especially the folks that we attract in terms of, you know, they've been gifted with amazing, amazing abilities or information or, you know, very clear messages. I and mean, that was my experience. Like my, my marching orders were very clear and, and no matter how much I resisted them, they just got louder. And the, you know, it's hard enough to accept that and to say, okay, I've got this, you know, thing to do here or, or, did the voice of God just talk to me or did my guides just talk to me or did this creature just appear before or whatever, however it comes to people. And so that's, that's one level of it. And it's like, okay, am I crazy? Am I this? Am I going to accept this? Am I, am I going to tell anybody that this happened? And, and you get the courage to do that. And then, no, I don't, I don't think enough of us are talking about, yeah, that's just the first step. Like now you've got to figure out how to create the thing that's going to help you share that message you know it, it, and so there's levels of bravery there's levels of courage and and you know i'm very fond of the statement these days of like you know it doesn't mean that you don't fear things it does we don't eradicate fear it's just you do it anyway you know in the in the corporate counterintelligence side of of, of our world we you know one of the comments that my husband came up with recently is he's like it's not risk elimination like it's risk mitigation like like the risks are always there you know and it and your risk tolerance um really dictates how you proceed through through things in your business but the but it's the same concept with fear it's like like the goal isn't to eradicate fear it's to to stare it in the face and do it anyway and you may be afraid the entire time you're doing
0: it (laughs) oh i love that i might have to just Apprehend snag that. snag it, snag it.
1: You can have it. Well, you know, and it's funny, Neva. Um, you know, our daughter uh, gave a keynote in front of two thousand people at the Whoa. end of last year. Yeah, yeah, I know. It, it, it's it's uh, it's unbelievable. But it but I was there and I witnessed it. and There's video, so it actually did happen. And and I remember talking to her um, ahead of time. It actually, before she did this, she interviewed um, Sean Stevenson. You know, one of the really powerful motivational speaker. She was talking to him about being nervous and he goes, well, I think it's good that you're nervous. You know, I think it, it shows that you care about what you're doing.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
1: that really helped her. So that, so the evening of the event and it was evening, like she closed out an event. It was about 10 o'clock at night, nine thirty, ten o'clock at night that she took the stage. And um, she was the last of five keynotes. And, um, it, it, and I, and we were talking with her beforehand and, and she was, she was nervous, you know, but it, in the second she took the stage though was like, Bam, like like home, like she was just home, like she didn't have any of your experiences, like it was like she was born to do this. And but what was so fascinating was talking with her afterwards. Is she was like, "Mom, my legs felt like jelly. They were like jelly." She goes, "I was really, I was thinking everybody could tell my legs were like jelly." You know, I said, "Yeah, but look at how powerful that is. That that's how you felt inside." You know, and she's she's been able to watch the video and everything else. But we were able to affirm in that moment for her, like that. No one knew that. Like you did it anyway. And even if people could tell you did it anyway, you know, and I said, you may never lose that feeling. You know, you may always have a little bit of butterflies in the stomach and jelly legs and everything else. You may always, always, always do that but you did it anyway, you know? And it was such a powerful experience for her.
0: I think that's amazing. You know, the most terrifying minutes of a presentation are like the 30 seconds when you know you're being introduced (laughs) and you can't like go anywhere. You can't go to the drinking fountain (laughs) or the bathroom. I'm about to go up there. Holy crap. (laughs) This is it. (laughs) But that is amazing. She did that and see that because she said yes, she now Mm. knows that she can do it and she knows the lives that she was touching with that gift.
1: I'm so glad you brought it back to the saying yes, because that's really what, um, enthralled me about, you know, your book and, and it's a, and it's something that I've adopted here lately in a much more vigorous way. I've done it through periods of time, but just that passionate, enthusiastic, yes to life and to opportunities. And, and, um, you know, sometimes the the downside of, of doing risk mitigation and due diligence and being bred and, and and trained in that is is we tend to overthink things and overanalyze, um, and that's what our clients pay us to do, obviously on that side of things. But um, but there is a balance between enthusiastically moving forward and knowing that no matter what, just like with you, like you know, no matter what, you're going to figure it out. You're going to learn how to drive the twenty foot boat. You're gonna you're, you're do you say drive a boat? Is that accurate?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's fine.
1: Okay, cool. I was like, it just kind of stopped me for a second. I, obviously, I'm not very nautical myself. <laughs> so I was like, you know, but just enthusiastically, passionately just saying yes and, and, and trusting that um, I think your faith in particular, you mentioned earlier that you know your gifts come from God, you know, whatever it is that you believe in that might be bigger than than, than your human self. Um, you know, trusting in that to support you and assist you along the way, I, I think is such a powerful way to experience life.
0: Absolutely. And you, you know, most people are pretty surprised when they do step up. It, it's never as bad as you think it's going to be. You know what I mean? Um, and driving the boat is one thing. And, you know, there can be a, a few, uh, I won't say terrifying, but scary moments when the, when the seas get a little rough. But for me, early on, the, the hardest thing was docking the boat, either taking it out of the slip or, more importantly, putting it back in the slip without doing any damage. Because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's usually tight. There's boats on yeah. left and right of you. There's usually people around. And if, if there's wind and or currents, it's constantly moving your boat where you don't want it to be. And it can be, and from where I am, today from from where i was last april to where i am today my i'd say my confidence has doubled and it probably another 6 months or a year it'll probably triple and that only comes from experience but it all started saying okay i'm going to get in the boat and we're going to make this thing work
1: mm, beautiful i love it i love it and so often our fear just paralyzes us and keeps us from that anyway jim i think i could probably talk to you for a week and swap stories and all kinds of fun stuff um but in the interest of time we're probably going to go ahead and close this out. Let's remind folks again where they can go to find out more about you.
0: So uh my home base uh website is getjimpalmer.com, getjimpalmer.com, but I have a free Facebook group called build your dream business now. Um so if you're in Facebook, you could put in build your dream business now, it'll come up or you could just type in dream biz group. That's dream, B-I-Z, group.com. That'll take you there. It's free to join. Uh I'm doing all kinds of free training and stuff and just to uh try and help as many entrepreneurs as I can. Mm,
1: Beautiful. Well, I love your spirit and your energy and your zest for life and um, how you're pushing the bounds of what's possible. And I I just appreciate knowing that you're out there doing your thing in the world. So thank you.
0: Thank you. It's a wonderful show. It's really great to meet you, Tanya.
1: Oh, awesome. You also, and to all of you out there, as always, we appreciate your loyalty. Thank you for listening. Until next time, go out, uncover your superpowers, and change the world. Take care.
0: Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and discover your superpowers today.